This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, Dunedin has joined five other settlement locations. Uh, the Auckland region, Waikato, Manawatu, Wellington region and Nelson, where quota refugees are settled after they've completed the six-week reception programme at the Mangare Refugee Resettlement Centre. Dunedin was selected following the government's decision to welcome 750 Syrian refugees over the next two and a half years in response to the ongoing conflict in Syria. This week, the first group of refugees arrive in Dunedin, and this morning we take the opportunity to catch up with Father Jared Ainsley, who was among a group who established the Dunedin Refugee Steering Group, a collection of social agencies and church groups who strongly advocated for Dunedin to be added to New Zealand's refugee settlement locations. Uh, Father Jared Ainsley joins me on the line now. Thanks for joining us, Jared. Good to have you with us. Good morning, Jeff. Good to speak. Jared, uh, in relation to this topic, what emotions are strongest in you at the moment? I, I suppose I'm looking forward, pleased to know that something's occurring, and also, you know, a sense of uncertainty. It's something new. It's new for the city, and I suppose our hopes are that this is a positive experience for the former refugees coming to Dunedin, but also for us as a city. Since the decision was made to establish Dunedin as a refugee settlement location, I imagine there's been a flurry of activity. Who's been taking the lead in determining what supports and things need to be put in place? You're right, there's been a huge amount of activity. In terms of the steering group, I suppose with the decision being made, our role steps back quite a bit. So the Red Cross are the lead agency so they have the main responsibility, and I know that they've been working incredibly hard preparing homes and also preparing particularly volunteers to support the refugees. As well as that, there's all the different government agencies like the Health Board and the Education Services and Housing New Zealand all working very hard to make sure that the, the transition to Dunedin is a positive one. Who are we preparing to welcome this week? So there's a group of 45 um, people who formerly from Syria and they're all families, so there's a mix of age groups. I don't actually know all the particulars myself, but there's a whole mix of people coming. But, but at this stage from Syria will be where the refugees coming to Dunedin are from. And up to this point in terms of their experience of New Zealand, have they all been at the Mangare Refugee Settlement Centre up to this point? They have. So they've been there for six weeks and as part of preparing this group to come to Dunedin, I know that the different agencies have sent people to Auckland to meet with them, um, including members of the local Muslim community and local Syrian community have been taken to Auckland to, to help reassure those that are coming to Dunedin that they are very welcome and that the city is ready to welcome them. I suppose, Jared, that... Uh some assumptions will have been made about what uh, these families will need most immediately. But I guess the other aspect of it is we are dealing you know, with people who are new to our country and, and, and in many instances a lot of New Zealanders won't have had an experience of, of, uh, of knowing someone from a Syrian background. So I guess from your point of view, part of the, the message at the moment is... Um, have an open mind about uh, what else we might need to be prepared to do to help support these families? I think, first of all, I suppose in the whole process that we've been part of, 
I've just been so heartened by, you know, the goodness of the people of Dunedin. There's a real keenness and a willingness to help and to welcome and to be involved. And you are right that those coming here come from a very different cultural background to that that most of us have experienced. So um, there'll be learnings along the way, learnings for them and learnings for us. And I think it's to be patient and to be understanding and to not jump to conclusions is something for, for us as well as the refugees. This group that's arriving this week, of course, just the first of, uh, of many uh, new settlers to, to come in through this, this, this pathway. Um, what can you tell us about uh, the timetable for the arrival of uh, the balance of the refugees? So the next group will arrive in July, I believe. Um, I don't know the finer details, but you know the Red Cross and the agencies will know about that. But we were preparing to welcome, I think, about 140, 150 people to Dunedin this year, and a similar number, if not slightly more, next year and subsequent years. We we often see uh, in situations, in refugee situations, uh, families split up uh, by the nature of what they've been through. Do you know whether that is part of the mix here? Whether we've got families who have, you know, have been separated and might at a later date be brought together, or are we talking, uh, you know, family units coming and settling here in Dunedin? Yes, I think Immigration New Zealand makes a real effort to ensure that if people do have family or community members that they know of in New Zealand, that they will try and resettle people in the right areas. Um, and there will be families, without doubt, those coming to Dunedin will have family members that are still you know, either in refugee camps or back in Syria. And so the family reunification program is something that often goes alongside the sort of normal refugee resettlement program. In terms of the work of the Dunedin Refugee Steering Group, you mentioned that you kind of take a, a step back at this point, but, but in, in effect, what will that mean with the group? Well, we, we're waiting until this first group arrives before we have our next meeting, which we will have in early May. But we will need to revisit and think, now, what is our role in the midst of this? One thing that I'm very conscious of is that you know, there are so many people willing and keen to be involved and to assist, whether it's individuals or community groups. And we've still got to explore and work out how all of that works, how you know your ordinary Dunedin person is able to be part of the sort of welcome and to assist refugee families. So there's still a lot to learn. But the key is that the main, the Red Cross is doing a fabulous job and they are the main lead now in assisting people to resettle. Employment will be important too, Jared. I guess. So that's the other consideration that Dunedin people can give to this? Yeah, in terms of the government strategy for um, former refugees is to lead to a certain level of independence is one of the end aims. And employment is a key part of that. But prior to even thinking about employment is one, the language issue. So there'll be language classes will be sort of the first step. And just helping people to settle into Dunedin, making themselves at home, learning about 
how to connect in with groups and other services. Um, but employment's definitely an aim, but it's probably a little bit further down the track. And the Red Cross does have an employment program as part of the process. Just personally for you, uh, Jared, uh, have you plans to meet with the uh, arrivals this week? No, I decided. Look, I think for those coming to Dunedin, I'm very conscious that while they will be a little bit excited, they're probably quite anxious and nervous. And I think the best people to meet them are those who are going to be with them and journeying with them. That is the volunteers from the Red Cross. So I'm I'm not going to go out and be part of the welcome. I think that needs to be low-key. And the Red Cross certainly want it to be a genuine, heartfelt welcome, but not anything that overwhelms those coming. Well, Jared, it's been a fascinating story for these families, uh, um, one that will take some time for us to get our heads around, no doubt, when they become friends of ours in our own community. Um, but in terms of um, the way that Dunedin has stuck its hand up, you must feel a little bit proud that uh, we've got to this point. Yeah, I do feel proud to be part of the city and also I've no doubt that those coming are going to contribute a great deal to the life of Dunedin, just as all the other migrant communities that have made Dunedin their home over recent decades have done exactly that, really enriched our city and I have no doubt that this group will do exactly that. Father Jared Ainsley, thank you for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show this morning. We look forward perhaps to catching up with you and, and other uh, players in the uh, Dunedin Refugee Steering Group and uh, others who are helping, particularly the Red Cross, as you've mentioned. Thanks for joining us today, Jared. Thank you, Jeff. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.